For more resources, visit rymonline.org. The Local Youth Worker is a daily podcast that's centered on five questions each week. Ranging from the practical to the professional, we're looking for answers to the questions you're asking. Whether you're in full-time, part-time, or even volunteer youth ministry, this podcast is for you. Hey everybody, uh, Molly and I have been talking about uh, the movie Love, Simon. Um, we talked about just on the first day explaining what it was a little bit and then answering the question yesterday, why would we even go uh, to see Love, Simon? But today we're going to answer the question, you know, what can we praise about Love, Simon? Uh, what are some good things we can we can highlight? Um, and, and I think this is important for, you know, several reasons. I, I think, one, you know, the uh, Christians and the church can be labeled as just, um, you, you know, hateful uh, towards all homosexuals. And so in some ways, uh, I think we can say, hey, there are certain aspects about this movie uh, that we we can walk away with and say we, we enjoyed, but also it, it highlights a theological truth we know is common grace. Um, we would say that, uh, you know, God owns all of creation. Um, and so he owns every director in Hollywood. He owns every screenplay. Um, now, of course, he doesn't condone everything that um, ends up at you know Malco movie theater or wherever you know you, you go and, and see movies, but um, his truth is going to come through uh, through unbelievers as well as believers. Uh, so there are certain things that are true, that are beautiful, that are good uh, that we can highlight from a movie uh, like this. So um, since we are talking a little more critically about this movie and ways in which we obviously agree with the biblical worldview. We thought it would also be helpful to kind of highlight some some things we could uh, praise. Um, so I think just first off, I'll start by just saying um, just kind of the, the production quality of the film. Um, that overall, it's a well-made movie. Um, that the acting is, is good for the most part. Um, not every character is great, uh, but the leading characters, um, I think it's Nick Robertson. I forgot his name. We can... We can look that up, but I mean, he he was a good actor in the in the film as well as just the the music in uh, the movies. And I'm gonna have just a, a little side note on this and just kind of give a critique to Christians um, because there are those quote unquote Christian films, and we know it's become very cliche to just kind of bash those movies. Um, but it is interesting that you know we have the most beautiful message of all, the gospel of Jesus Christ, and um, I hope there are more and more Christian filmmakers that strive for better, uh, you know, artistic um, value and just production quality um, over some of those those movies. And so all that to say, we could definitely take a lesson um, from this movie because, again, this is a, a movie that has a message we don't agree with at all, but it is done in a um, pretty, you know, pol- polished and professional way. And so, okay, I'll get off my soapbox on that. Um, but what are some things, Molly, that you... Um, you appreciated about the movie? Yeah, one thing that I appreciated from the movie um, was Simon's friend. So just part of the storyline is uh, we have Simon who is being blackmailed by Martin because Martin finds the email correspondence between him and Blue. And Martin wants his help to... um, 
essentially start dating one of Simon's friends. And so he's like, if you don't help me, then I'm going to expose you and all these things. And so Simon essentially sabotages two of his friends who liked each other. Um, but then, uh, I don't know how to explain this. It's complicated. Um, <laughs> You're doing a good job. Okay. <laughs> two of his friends liked each other, but he sabotages that in order for Martin to come in and be with the girl. And so, you know, in all movies, there's got to be the conflict and you know, it's coming. And uh, so eventually all of these people find out the truth about what's been going on. And um, this is a movie that is centrally focused on Simon's sexuality and um, his coming out and just this journey. And so, um, you could think that they would just dismiss it and be like, oh, we're, we're so glad that you told us and um, we accept you fully and um, just things like that. But, you know, his friends are mad. Lion, Lion, Simon lied to it, lied to them. He manipulated them to get what he wanted. Um, and so they're rightfully angry about mm. those things and they don't throw that under the rug. Um, they deal with it. Um and they have to talk about it, and ultimately they do forgive him. Um, yeah, I think that's a good point you're making, Molly, because oftentimes, you know, movies can just kind of make the hero so <clears throat> just um, perfect. Um, and this movie, I mean, yeah, Simon is the, the hero, but he has flaws. And uh, anyway, I thought that was very interesting that they uh, they did show that it makes him, you know, more of a three-dimensional character <clears throat> and not just kind of a cookie-cutter a hero. So yeah, I think that's a good point, Molly. Um, something too is uh, that I appreciate about the movie is the parents' love uh, for Simon. Um, although you know Christians wouldn't agree with the conclusions of the parents by any means, uh, we should affirm you know their love that they showed to their their child. Um, <clears throat> I mean, not too long ago, I was talking to a pastor who was telling me that there was a point in um, his child's life where his child thought. Uh, that they might be struggling uh, with homosexuality or same-sex attracted. And um, as the father, you know, first and foremost said, well, I love you and uh, you know how I feel about homosexuality and believe that it's wrong scripturally, uh, but I love you and let's talk through this. And as the father talked and um, realized that the child was not uh, same-sex attracted, just kind of confused by some of what uh, they were hearing at school and um, all of that. Uh, just again, it goes back to the love of the parent. And so the parents in, in Love Simon uh, were, were very loving uh, to Simon. And uh, even I thought specifically the father uh, in the movie, because I know in the book a little bit more, I think it portrays the father as this very gruff and just kind of almost nasty uh, character uh, in some of the ways that he would make comments about homosexuals. Uh, in the movie, Josh Jamal, um, his character, uh, does make some jokes, uh, cutting jokes about homosexuals, and he's very insensitive about it. Um, but he, he comes back and he apologizes uh, to Simon and says he was hurtful with his words. And I, I just think that's something we can praise, that um, you know, a father admitting uh, that he's wrong and coming and asking for forgiveness. I feel like, sadly, many men um, don't are too prideful. Uh, to admit when they're wrong and and ask for forgiveness. So again, that's just something that I walked away that uh, I think uh, we we can as Christians uh, praise that. Yeah, and I think when you see the reactions from his parents too, you just 
you get a sense that they love their son, they know their son, and they're just sad that he didn't come to them when he was struggling. Um, and so I hope that all parents are, are wanting that for their kids to come to them when they are struggling and hurting in those ways. Yeah, and just the, the overall <clears throat> theme of uh, love and support in the movie. Um, I, I remember a few just scenes that I'm kind of going through. Um, but one is what where Simon gets concerned for Martin and Martin is kind of, he's not the most likable character, I guess we could say in the movie. And I mean, part of it is he's the one who's blackmailing Simon and leaks the, the information. But, uh, Martin, there's a scene where he gets embarrassed very bad and, uh, Simon just reaches out to him. And even though Martin is the one who exposed Simon, Simon's still just showing some love and concern to him. Um, I also think of uh, an interesting scene where again, Martin, um, is not a very likable character. Uh, but then there's this one scene in the Waffle House where uh, he, he encourages Abby, uh, as this character, she's lamenting about her lack of relationship with her father and how her father has hurt her. And, um, and, and there's this kind of an endearing scene where, where Martin, um, this guy that you kind of hated the whole movie, uh, is just very thoughtful and loving um, and how he, he kind of reaches out to her. Uh, and then, you know, at the end of the movie, Martin also buys Simon a ticket uh, on the Ferris wheel. And again, a lot of this, it's in the context of things we would not support or agree with. Um, but, but elements of, of, of love and support, um, in the midst of, you know, a narrative that we don't agree with or, or something we can appreciate. Um, so Ma, is there anything else you want to add to any of that? Um, unrelated, going a different way. There were just some funny parts in the movie that I chuckled at. <laughs> I remember, like, before the movie started, I was like, what if something's funny? Am I allowed to laugh? And so I'm glad you're talking about just common grace and that um, there are some things that I guess it's okay to laugh at. The principal was just a quirky character, um, had some good one-liners and just his interactions with the students. Um, yeah, and he's... Uh... I think Tony Hale is his name, and he's uh, Buster Bluth off of Arrested Development for any of those who've watched that. Uh, but yeah, his, his character was funny. Um, so yeah, well, uh, anything else you want to add, Molly? I think that's all I got. All right. Thanks, Molly. 